For 150 years, Davenport has stood above other universities because of its unrelenting focus on ensuring its graduates rise to the top of the job market. Its unique approach to education offers students a career-centered curriculum and empowers them with real-world experience in business, health, technology, and urban education. Learn more at davenport.edu. Welcome to the Back to Business podcast with your Grand Rapids Chamber CEO Summit special. My name's Connor Smithy. The conversations you hear in this series were, were, were recorded live at the West Michigan CEO Summit. Here with me today is Beth Kelly, the president of HR Collaborative. Beth, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me, Connor. Yeah, of course. So tell me a little bit about your company and what your role within HR Collaborative looks like. So HR Collaborative is a, a human resource management and business consulting organization. We help companies uh, respond and, and make work better by elevating their HR in their organizations. I'm the founder, chief, um, office, chief executive officer, basically chief cook and bottle washer. All right. Awesome. And you're the founder. So what made you want to start this business? Well, actually, I've been doing HR work for most of my career. I had the opportunity to work with two great organizations here in West Michigan, Cascade Engineering and D&W Food Centers, and then decided that for a matter of personal life balance and the ability to do what I do best, it was best for me to go out on my own. So I was an independent consultant for quite a few years, but then after a while realized that it was time to grow the business. And so in 2013 we hired our first employee and haven't looked back since yeah you haven't looked back since and you guys have been growing what are some of the things that you've learned along the way obviously uh in hr you're working with people you know helping you know manage people what are some of the things you've learned about you know those relationships employment relationships with people so one of the things we like to talk about is how important the people are to the business. They truly are your most important asset. There's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, they're the only asset you have that actually appreciates over time. You know, the person you hired yesterday is going to be worth a lot more in five years than the computer you buy today. Second of all, they're probably the, one of the most expensive items you have. Typically, payroll and employee costs are either first, second, or third on your expense reports or on your expenses, on your P&L. And then third, they are the, really the only thing in today's market that differentiates you from the other competitors that you might have. So with those three things in mind, it makes sense for businesses to put that, their people at a, at a top priority, right, and to make work really a better place so that folks are attracted, they want to come work for you, and they want to do their best work. Yeah, and one of the things you touched on was, you know, in this labor market. Tell me more about this labor market. I know talent is one of the biggest issues we talk about here at the Chamber. What are some of the things that you're hearing from the businesses that you work with and, you know, how you're o helping overcome those, uh, you know, or talent shortages? I'll tell you, I wish we could clone people because <laughs> uh, if we did, we'd have the magic bullet and we'd be able to put folks in place. But obviously that technology is not here and would have its own problems. Not so, yet anyways. So we're not going to worry about that. But, the, you know, in, in when you're looking at a fixed pie, we've got all the people there are, at least um, in right now. When you're looking at a fixed pie, you have to be better. You have to be creative. You have to be thinking about what am I going to do that's going to differentiate me from every other person who's trying to hire folks. And I'll tell you, it certainly money is a it sets the base, but it's not the thing that differentiates you. 
what differentiates you is that connection to the people that you want to come work for you. What is it that they're looking for, and how do you let them know that you're able to provide that? And does that depend on the industry, like the, the why you want to work for them, the what do we have to offer? Does that like depend on the industry? Are you seeing trends right now when you're talking with employers and employees? Well, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, certainly um, industry plays into to people's uh, selection and, and preferences. There's no question about that. But at the end of the day, really the fundamental things, what we want to do is we want to do something that has meaning and has purpose that allows us to have the autonomy that we need to do our best work, and that allows us to really become very good at what we do. So when you think about those three elements, you know, if you've got a business that you can connect folks to, to, to the higher purpose, to say, at the end of the day, this is how we're helping the world. If you can give them some flexibility, some ability to manage their own work and to do their best work, and give them the tools that they need to do the best work, and if you're um, willing to invest in them to help them become a skilled and master performer in their in their uh, craft, you know you can attract folks into any business. Yeah, and tell me a little bit about you know I know work from home. You talked about giving the people flexibility. You know, work from home. Do you see that growing more? Like the you know work from home or the hybrid model? Are you seeing that grow more and more? I know every once in a while you hear about you know employers. I think there was one of those big tech companies out in California was like everybody's coming back to the office, and they got a lot of you know pushback for that recently. What are you seeing in terms of that work life work from home balance? Boy, if I had the right answer to that, again, I'd be, I'd be the hero of the day. <laughs> um, that is the $64,000 question. But at the same time, um, what we know is that it's still an emerging process, right? And that fundamentally people want to have control over their lives to some degree. So uh, I don't know what the right answer is. I know we're probably not going back to 40 hours, you know, sitting at a desk or at a cubicle. Uh, but uh, I also don't think we're going to be in a spot where we all just work wherever we want to and not have any connection back to the office. You know, on events like this uh, or when folks are returning back to the office, you keep hearing people say, it's so good to be back with people. It's so good to be sitting with my colleagues, my friends, with my community. And, um, and that's, a, that's fundamental to the human condition. So we're going to have that one way or another. Yeah, and I know one thing you uh, your company specializes in is finding executives, helping you know with that executive search. Is that something that you guys have seen? You know, with the talent crisis, lack of workers, is that an area that struggled, or is that you know that executive level has that kind of been impervious to that um, you know talent shortage that we have? Well, and you know, at the executive level, it stayed pretty consistent. I mean, every company needs somebody to lead their cause, right? Everybody needs a president or a leader in some regards, and that is going to happen um, regardless of what's going on in the economy at large. Uh, from our perspective, we take that work very seriously, though, because you can make or break an organization by the effectiveness and the impact of their leader. And so when we're doing a search for a new leader for a nonprofit or for a small growing company, we know what will happen when we get a good hire and also what will happen if it's not a good hire. So uh, that's, that's a really high bar that we set for ourselves.
Yeah. And I imagine that probably is a very, you know, difficult process, you know, searching through all those people, making sure that you have, you know, those right employees for that company. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we approach it as a science. We have tools. We have secret weapons um, that we uh, can networks that we can tap into that, that allow us to uh, find the best talent and maybe folks that aren't the usual suspects, the people that you normally see. And we also spend a lot of time with the organization making sure that we understand what it is exactly they want. You know, the truth is, is that not everybody will be successful in every job. There's nobody in the planet that can do every single job well. We all have gifts and talents, and when we align those gifts and talents with the expectations of the organization, that's when the magic happens. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, talking about Grand Rapids, our theme here today at this event is why Grand Rapids? Why now? You obviously work with a lot of growing companies looking for workers and you, you, your company yourself, you know, is a growing company. What do you when you, you know, talk about investing in Grand Rapids and like setting your company up here in GR, like why choose Grand Rapids? Why are companies, you know, choosing to be here? Well, for us, uh, Grand Rapids is personal. Uh, my husband's lived here all of his life. I've lived here for 40 years, and we've watched it emerge, and we've watched it evolve as a, a city that has always been good foundationally, but now has so many different things that can attract talent. You know, I, I kind of hang around with the beer crowd a little bit and the, and the younger younger folks, and every now and again I'll see people who will tell me, oh, I've been to Grand Rapids. Oh, I love that city. I've visited it a lot. And I always have to ask the question, well, why did you come to Grand Rapids from Chicago or from Denver or from, from uh, San Diego? Well, the reason is always because of the, the vibe, right? The excitement. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it, fe it feeds on itself. It builds on itself. So I think Grand Rapids is today poised to be uh, just a, a city that's going to have a gr not only a great impact on Michigan, but a great impact on, on the United States. Yeah, and I love talking with people, you know, about that next generation, that next level of growth that Grand Rapids is experiencing. That's obviously what we're here talking about, you know, at the summit today. Um, I'm wondering, you know, for your company, how do you see your company growing along with Grand Rapids growth when we look, you know, five, ten years down the road? Well, this town can only grow with the people that are here. You know, you remember what I told you about companies, how important people were. Well, that's true also of cities, right? The only thing that differentiates us from any other city, every other city can have an event, they can build an arena, they can do all of those things, but they can't have the people that we have in West Michigan, in Grand Rapids. And so when we can attract good talent, not only to the companies, but to the companies who are headquartered and who are located in Grand Rapids, we make the city that much better. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Beth, thank you for coming okay. out on the show today. I'm happy to be here, All Connor. Right. Thanks thank so you. much.